Act Three of The Mistress of the Inn, La Locandiera, by Carlo Goldoni, translated by Merle Pearson. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Scene One, Mirandolina's room with a little table and linen ready to iron. Now the time's past for amusing myself. I want to look after my business now. First, I want to iron this linen, for it is dry. Oh, Fabricius, Madam. Do me a favor. Get me the hot flat iron. Yes, ma'am. With serious mien on the point of leaving. Excuse me if I bother you. Offering to go. Not at all, madam. While I eat your bread, I am under obligations to serve you. Wait. Listen, you are not bound to help me in these things, but I know that you do it gladly for me, and I— Enough. I won't say anything more. I would move heaven and earth for you, but I see that everything is thrown away. Why thrown away? Perhaps I am ungrateful. You don't pay any attention to poor men. The nobility pleases you overly much. Ah, poor fool, if I could tell you everything. Go, go, get me the iron. But I have seen it with these eyes of mine. Go, go, less idle talk. Get me the iron. Going. I'm going, I'm going. I will serve you for but little reward. Pretending to speak to herself, but really so that she may be heard. With these men, the better one likes them, the worst one treats them. Tenderly turning around. What did you say? Come, are you going to get me that iron? Yes, I'll get it. Aside. I don't understand at all. Now she lifts me up, now she throws me down. I don't understand it at all. Exit Fabricius. Mirandolina alone. Poor fool. He can't help serving me in spite of himself. I almost burst out laughing to think of making men act according to my will. And that cavalier who is such a woman-hater. Now, if I wished, I could make him do any little bit of folly I wanted to. A servant, entering. Mirandolina. What is it, friend? My master sends you his greetings. He told me how you are. Tell him I am very well. He says you should drink a little of this cordial which will make you feel ever so much better. He gives her a little gold flask. This flask is gold. Yes, ma'am, gold. I know it positively. Why didn't he give me the cordial when that terrible faint came on? He didn't have this flask then. And how did he get it now? Listen, in confidence. He sent me to call a goldsmith, and he bought it and paid six pounds for it, and then he sent me to an apothecary to buy the spirits. Ha! <laughs> You're laughing. I'm laughing because he sends me the medicine after I have recovered from my illness. It will be good for another time. Come, I'll drink a little now for a preventive. Drinks. Here. She offers to give him the flask. Thank him. Oh, the flask is yours. How mine? It's this way. My master bought it purposely for you. Purposely for me? For you. But hush. Take him his flask and tell him that I thank him. Ah, come. I tell you to take it to him, that I don't want it. You want to give him this insult? Less idle talk. Do your duty. Take it. I don't need anything more said to me. I'll carry it to him. Aside. What a woman. Refuses six pounds. I have never found one like her, and it would be some trouble to do so. Exit servant. Mirandolina alone. Oh, he's cooked, done brown, twice baked. But just as what I've done with him, I've not done for my own interest. I want him to confess the power of women, without being able to say that they are self-seeking and venial. Fabricius entering, self-contained, with iron in his hand. Here's your iron. Is it good and hot? Yes, madam, it is. What news is there? This cavalier sends embassies. He sends gifts. His servant told me so. Yes, sir, he sent me a little gold flask, and I sent it back to him. You sent it back? That, Fabricius, that he may not say. Now, don't let us talk any more about it. 
Dear Mirandolina, pardon me. Go away, let me iron. I'm not hindering you. Go, get another iron ready, and when it's hot, bring it to me. Yes, I'll go. Believe me when I say... Don't talk any more. You make me angry. I'll keep still. Aside. She is a queer little body, but I am fond of her. Exit Fabricius. Mirandolina, alone. This is too fine. I'm acquiring merit in the eyes of Fabricius by having refused the cavalier's gold flask. That is to say, I know how to live, to act, to profit by everything, with good grace, nicely and freely. As regards tact, I don't need to say I wrong my sex. Goes on ironing. Enter the cavalier. The cavalier to himself in the background. See here. I didn't want to come here, but the devil dragged me. Aside. See him? See him? She looks out of the corner of her eyes and irons. Mirandolina. Oh, Sir Cavalier, your most humble servant. Mirandolina, ironing. How are you? Very well, thank you. Ironing without looking at him. I have reason to complain of you. Why, sir? Looking at him a little. Because you refused a little flask I sent you. What did you want me to do with it? Ironing. Make use of it at need. Thank heavens I'm not subject to fainting spells. What happened today never happened to me before. Dear Mirandolina, I hope I wasn't the occasion of that disastrous accident. Yes, I'm afraid you were precisely the cause of it. I? Why? You made me drink that cursed burgundy, and it made me ill. Ironing angrily. What? Is it possible? It is certainly true. I'll never go into your room again. I understand. You will never come into my room again. I understand the mystery. Yes, I understand it. But come there, and you will consider yourself happy. This iron isn't very hot. Oh, Fabricius! If the other iron is hot, bring it in. Do me this favor. Take this flask. Indeed, sir, I'm not in the habit of taking gifts. Ironing with displeasure. Yet you have taken them from the Count Alba Fiorita. I had to in order not to displease him. And yet you would wrong me and displease me? What does it matter to one whom all womankind displeases? Indeed, he can't bear the sight of women. Oh, Mirandolina, I can't say that now. Cavalier, has the moon affected your senses? My change is not dependent on the moon. I'm not a lunatic. That is a miracle caused by your beauty and your grace. Ha <laughs> Laughs loudly and irons. You are laughing? Don't you want me to laugh? You make fun of me and you don't want me to laugh. Ah, you little rogue. I make fun of you, eh? Come, take this bottle. Thanks, thanks. Take it or you'll make me angry. Fabricius, the iron. Will you take it or won't you take it? Fury, fury! Takes the flask and with displeasure throws it into the clothes basket. You throw it away in that fashion? Fabricius! Enter Fabricius with iron. Seeing the cavalier, he becomes jealous. I am here. Takes the iron. Is the iron good and hot? Yes, madam. What is the matter that you seem so disturbed? Nothing at all, mistress, nothing at all. You are ill. Give me the other iron if you want me to put it on the fire. Indeed, I fear you are ill. Come, give him the iron and let him go i am fond of him do you know that he is my trusty waiter to himself i can stand no more gives the iron to fabricius here my dear heat it mistress come come quick she turns him out aside what way of acting is this i feel i can't stand any more exit fabricius fine manners fine manners madam to your waiter as for that what would you have me say it seems as if you were smitten with him I in love with a waiter. You make fine compliments, sir. I'm not of such bad taste. When I wish to fall in love, I won't throw away my time so unprofitably. Ironing. You deserve the love of a king. 
the king of spades or the king of diamonds let us talk seriously and lay jesting aside you talk and i'll listen can't you stop ironing for a while oh pardon me i must get this linen carefully prepared for to-morrow then this linen concerns you more than i do surely and you even repeat it of course because i have to use this linen but i can't count on you in any way on the contrary you may dispose of me freely oh you cannot bear the sight of women don't torment me any more you have been avenged enough i esteem you i esteem women who are of your stamp if there are any i esteem you i love you and i ask you to pity me yes sir we'll tell them all about it ironing hastily lets fall a cuff the cavalier picks up the cuff and gives it to her believe me don't put yourself out you deserve to be served <laughs> are you laughing i'm laughing because you are making fun of me mirandolina i can't stand no more do you feel ill yes i feel faint gives his flask to him with displeasure take your cordyle don't treat me so harshly believe me i love you i swear it tries to take her hand and she burns him with the iron ouch excuse me i didn't do it purposely patience that is nothing you have given me a far worse burn where sir in my heart calls laughingly fabricius for mercy's sakes don't call that fellow but i need another iron wait but no i shall call my servant oh fabricius i swear by heaven that if that fellow comes i'll split his head oh this is a fine state of affairs i can't make use of my own servants call someone else i can't stand him it seems to me you go a little too far cavalier she goes away from the table with the iron in her hand excuse me i am beside myself i'll go into the kitchen and you'll be satisfied then no dear stay walking about this is a queer thing walks after her excuse me i can't call whom i wish i confess i am jealous of him aside he comes after me just like a little dog this is the first time that i have experienced what love is walking to and fro no one ever ordered me about so i had no intent of commanding you i beg you he follows her turning haughtily what do you want of me love compassion pity a man who this morning couldn't bear the sight of women now asks for love and pity aside i won't pay any attention to him it cannot be i don't believe him burst explode and learn not to despise women exit mirandolina the cavalier alone oh cursed be the moment i first saw her i have fallen into the snare and there isn't any help now enter the marquis sir cavalier you have insulted me excuse me it was an accident i'm astonished at you after all the jug didn't hit you a little drop of water stained my clothing i repeat excuse me that is an impertinence i did nothing purposely for the third time i say excuse me i wish satisfaction if you don't want to excuse me if you want satisfaction i am here i'm not afraid of you i fear this stain won't go away that is what makes me furious when a gentleman asks to be excused what more do you want if you didn't do it out of malice i will let you off i tell you that i am capable of giving you any kind of satisfaction come let's say no more about it low-born fellow oh that's fine my anger is all gone and you tried to make it come again a fine humour you found me in just now i pardon you i know what trouble you are having i don't meddle with your affairs how you have fallen sir enemy of women i how yes you are in love i am am i 
go to the devil what's the use trying to hide it let me alone or i swear to heaven i'll make you sorry for this exit the cavalier the marquis alone he is in love he is ashamed of himself and he doesn't want anyone to know it but perhaps he doesn't want me to know it because he is afraid of me he fears to declare himself my rival i am very much displeased on account of this spot if i only knew how to take it away these women usually have some sort of powder to take away stains looks on the table and in the basket this beautiful flask is it gold or brass it must be brass if it were gold it would not be left here if there were some regina water in it it would be good to take away this stain opens it smells it and tastes it it is cordial at any rate it will do that much good i want to try it puts it in his pocket enter the cavalier's servant looking on the table where the deuce is that flask what are you looking for my good man i'm looking for a flask of cordial mirandolina wants it she says she left it here but can't find it was it a little brass flask no sir it was gold gold yes it was gold i saw it bought for six pounds aside oh poor me but how did she come to leave a gold flask around she left it here but i can't find it and yet it seems impossible that it should be gold it was gold i tell you perhaps you have seen it your excellency i haven't seen anything that's enough i'll tell her i can't find it it's her loss she ought to have put it in her pocket exit the servant the marquis alone oh the poor marquis de forlipopoli how must i act in so important a case if morandolina ever finds out i have it my dignity is in danger i am a gentleman i must pay her for it but i haven't got the money enter the count what do you say marquis of this fine bit of news what's happened the savage cavalier the scorner of women is in love with mirandolina i'm glad of it i want him to recognize in spite of himself the merit of this woman and to see that i'm not smitten with one who does not deserve my love and may he suffer and burst for his impertinence but suppose mirandolina reciprocates his affections that can't be she wouldn't torture me so i am who i am she knows what i have done for her i have done more for her than you but everything was thrown away mirandolina lured on the cavalier de ripafrata she bestowed attentions on him she never did on you or me but it is evident that with women the more you do for them the less you merit they adore him who makes fun of them and they run after him who disdains them if that were true but it can't be why can't it would you want to compare the cavalier with me haven't you seen her yourself seated at his table has she ever treated us with such confidence for him specially fine linen his table is the first to be served with her own hands she makes dishes for him the servants see everything and they talk fabricius groans with jealousy and then that swooning real or feigned isn't it a manifest sign of love how she made him savoury ragot but for me tough beef and thin rice broth yes it is true this is an insult to my rank and to my station in life and i who have spent so much on her and i who gave her gifts continually 
I even gave her a drink of that delicious Cyprian wine of mine. The cavalier couldn't have done for her the smallest part of what we have done. Be sure that he, too, has lavished gifts upon her. So, what did he give her? A gold bottle with cordial. Aside. Alas, how do you know? His servant told mine. Aside. Worse and worse. I'm getting into trouble with the cavalier. I see that she is ungrateful. I wish to leave her absolutely. I wish to leave this unworthy inn before an hour is up. Yes, yes, you do well. Go. And you, who are a gentleman of such honour, ought to go with me. But where ought we to go? I shall find you a stopping place. Leave that to me. This inn? It will be, for instance... We will go into a house of one of my fellow townsmen. We won't spend anything. Enough. You are such a good friend of mine that I can't say no. Let us go and take vengeance on this ungrateful woman. Yes, let us go. Aside. How about the flask, then? I am a gentleman. I can't do a base action. Don't hesitate, Marquis. Let's get away from here. Do me this favour, and then I'm your humble servant wherever I can serve you. I shall tell you in confidence. Don't tell anyone. My steward has delayed my remittance for some time. You perhaps have a bill to settle? Yes. Six pounds. Six pounds? It must be two months that you have not paid. It is true. I owe her six pounds. I can't go without paying her. If you would do me the favor? Draws out his purse. Gladly. Here are six pounds. Wait. Now that I remember... It is six pounds ten. Aside. I want to return the cavalier his ten shillings. Six pounds or more, it is the same to me. Here. I shall return it as soon as possible. Help yourself as far as you please. I don't lack for money, and to get even with her I would spend two thousand pounds. Indeed. She is ungrateful. I spent money on her, and she treats me so. I want to ruin her in. It's thus I'll get even with her. After that, the cavalier, who has concealed his true motives in order to betray me, will have to give me satisfaction of a different sort. Exit the Count. Act Three, Scene Two. A room with three doors. Mirandolina, alone. Ah, poor me. I'm in a horrid fix. If the cavalier comes to me, a pretty mess, he is confoundedly furious. I hope the devil doesn't tempt him to come here. I must close this door. She locks the door through which she came. Now I almost begin to repent of what I have done. It is true that I have been very much amused at having such a proud fellow, such a despiser of women, run so madly after me. But now that the satyr is furious, I see my honour in danger, and my life itself. I must make some coup d'etat. I am alone. I need someone to look out for my interests. It cannot be any other than that good man Fabricius, who, in case of need, can help me. I shall promise to marry him. But— Promises, more promises, he will grow tired of believing me. It would be almost better if I married him. After all, with such a marriage, I could hope to protect my honour, without detriment to my freedom. The cavalier knocks at the door from within. Someone is knocking at the door. Whoever can it be? She approaches it. From within. Mirandolina. Here he is again. Mirandolina, open for me. Aside. Open. I'm not such a simpleton. What do you wish, sir? Open the door. Do me the favour of going to your room and waiting for me until I am disengaged. Why don't you want to open it? Some guests have come. Do me this favour and wait for me. 
I'll be with you presently. Leaves the door. I'll go, but if you don't come, I pity you. Aside. If you don't come, I pity you. I pity myself if I should go. The matter's becoming worse. I would remedy matters if I could. Has he gone? Looks through the keyhole. Yes, yes, he's gone. But I'm not going to him. At another door. Oh, Fabricius. Oh, it would be fine now if Fabricius should be avenged on me and not intend to— Oh, there is no danger. I have certain manners, certain alluring ways, which make men give in, even if they are of stone. Calls at the other door. Fabricius? You called? Come here. I have something confidential to tell you. I am here. You know that the cavalier, Ripperotta, has shown that he is in love with me. Hmm. I noticed it. Yes, you noticed it. I, in truth, was never aware of it. Poor simpleton. You never knew it? You didn't see the grimaces he made when you were ironing? That he was jealous of me? I take things indifferently when I act without malice. It is enough. Just now he said certain words which indeed made me blush. You see, he dares to say this because you are a woman alone, without father, without mother, without anyone. If you were married, it would not be so. Come now, I understand perfectly what you say. I have thought of marrying. Remember your father. Yes, I shall remember him. The cavalier knocks at the door as before. To Fabricius. Someone is knocking. In a loud voice toward the door. Who is that knocking? From within. Open it. To Fabricius. The cavalier. What do you want? Goes to open it. Wait until I go. Of what are you afraid? Dear Fabricius, I don't know. I'm afraid for myself. Exit Mirandolina. Don't worry. I'll defend you. From within. Open. I swear by heaven. What do you want, sir? What noise is this? People don't act so in a respectable inn. Open that door. He tries to break open the door. The deuce! I would not want to go too far. Help! Who is there? Isn't there anyone? Enter the Marquis and the Count from the center door. At the door. What is that? At the door. What noise is that? Aside so that the Cavalier shouldn't hear him. Sirs, I beg you. The Cavalier de Ripafrata wants to smash this door. From within. Open it, or I'll throw it down. To the Count. Has he gone mad? Let us go. To Fabricius. Open it. I want to speak with him. I shall open it, but I beg you. Don't hesitate. We are here. Aside. If I see the least little thing, I'll beat a retreat. Fabricius opens the door, and the cavalier enters. I swear to heaven. Where is she? For whom are you looking, sir? Where is Mirandolina? I don't know. Aside. He is angry with Mirandolina. It is nothing at all. Base woman. I shall find her. He walks about and discovers the count and then the marquis. To the cavalier. With whom are you angry? Cavalier, we are friends. Aside. Alas, I wouldn't want this weakness of mine to be known for all the gold in the world. What do you want, sir, of the mistress? I am not responsible to you. When I give orders, I want them obeyed. I pay my money for this, and I swear to heaven that you will have to settle with me. Your Excellency pays his money to be obeyed in legitimate and honest things, but you can't pretend, pardon me, that an honest woman— What are you saying? Who are you? I know what I ordered from her. You ordered her to come to your room. Come, come, knave, before I break your skull. I am astonished at you. To Fabricius. Hush. To Fabricius. Go away from here. To Fabricius. Go away from here. I tell you, sirs— Away! Away. They turn him out. Aside. By Jove, I want to do something reckless. Exit Fabricius. Aside. Worthless woman. To make me wait in my room. Aside to the Count. What the deuce is the matter with him? Aside to the Marquis. Don't you see? 
he's in love with mirandolina and she is with fabricius and speaks with him about marriage aside now is the time to avenge myself cavalier it isn't fitting for one to laugh at the weaknesses of another when one has a heart as easily broken as yours to the marquis do you know what he is talking about friend i don't know anything at all i'm talking about you who under the pretext of not being able to endure women have attempted to steal mirandolina's heart from me which was already my conquest to the marquis i i'm not talking turn to me and answer me aren't you ashamed of having acted so basely i am ashamed to listen to you without telling you that you lie you give me the lie aside the matter is getting worse to the marquis on what basis can you say the count doesn't know what he is saying but i don't want to get mixed up in it you are a liar i'm going away stay holds him by force you'll pay me for this yes yes i'll pay you to the marquis give me your sword oh come calm yourselves both of you dear count what difference does it make to you if the cavalier does love mirandolina i love her it is not true he lies that says it lies the lie isn't any of mine i am not the one that says it who then i say it and i maintain it and i'm not afraid of you to the marquis give me that sword no i say you are my enemy too i am the friend of all these actions are unworthy i swear to heaven he takes the sword from the marquis but it remains fixed and he pulls the scabbard out of the belt don't be wanting in respect to the marquis if you consider yourself insulted i'll give you satisfaction too come you are too excited to himself i don't like this i wish satisfaction i'll give it to you he tries to draw away the scabbard and cannot that sword doesn't suit you curses he tries hard to draw it out cavalier you aren't accomplishing anything at all i haven't any more patience see draws out the sword and sees that the blade is broken off what's this you have ruined my sword where's the rest there isn't anything there in the scabbard yes that's so i ruined it in my last duel i didn't remember it to the count let me get a sword i swear by heaven you shan't escape from my clutches what flee i am not afraid to face you even with this bit of blade it's a spanish blade it knows no fear not so much bravado sir boaster yes with this blade he rushes upon the count back he puts himself on guard enter mirandolina and fabricius stop stop gentlemen stop gentlemen stop aside oh curses poor me with swords do you see for your sake for my sake see the cavalier he is in love with you i in love it isn't true you lie the cavalier in love with me oh no count you are mistaken i can assure you that you are mistaken and you have an understanding as well it's known and evident what's known what's evident i say when it is so it's known when it isn't so it's not evident the cavalier in love with me he denies it and denying it in my presence he mortifies humiliates me and makes me recognize his strength and my weakness i confess the truth if i had succeeded in making him fall in love with me i would think i had done the greatest act of prowess in the world a man who cannot bear the sight of women who despises them who has a poor idea of them i cannot hope to make him love me my good sirs i am a woman who is frank and sincere when i ought to speak i speak and i can't conceal the truth 
I tried to make the cavalier fall in love with me, but all to no purpose. Isn't it true, sir? I have done my best, but I have accomplished nothing. Aside. Ah, I can't speak. To Mirandolina. Do you see? He is perplexed. To Mirandolina. He hasn't the courage to say no. To the Marquis. You don't know what you are talking about. Oh, the cavalier isn't in love. He knows woman's wiles. He knows woman's roguishness. He doesn't believe everything they say. He doesn't put any confidence in tears. He even laughs when they faint. Then women's tears are false, and they're fainting but pretense? What? Don't you know that? Or are you pretending not to know? I swear by heaven. Such deceit deserves a dagger in the heart. Cavalier, don't get angry, or these gentlemen will say that you're really in love. Yes, he is. He can't hide it. It's perfectly evident. To the Marquis. No, I am not. It is always with me that he's angry. No, sir, he is not in love. I say it, I maintain it, and I am ready to prove it. Aside. I cannot stand any more. Count, another time you will find me provided with a sword. Throws away the broken half of the Marquis's sword. See here! The hilt costs money! He takes it from the ground. Stop, Cavalier, your reputation is at stake. These gentlemen believe you are in love. They must be undeceived. There isn't any need of it. Oh, yes, sir. Stay a moment. Aside. What does that woman intend to do? Sirs, the surest sign of love is jealousy, and the man who isn't jealous isn't in love. If the cavalier loved me, he couldn't bear that I should be another's. But he will bear it, and you shall see. To whom does this refer? He for whom my father destined for me. To Mirandolina. Perhaps you're speaking of me? Yes, dear Fabricius, and I wish, in the presence of these gentlemen, to give my hand to you in token of betrothal. Aside. Alas, with that fellow, I can't bear it. Aside. If she marries Fabricius, she doesn't love the cavalier. Yes, marry, and I promise you a hundred pounds. Mirandolina! An egg today is better than a hen tomorrow. Marry now, and I'll give you six pounds. Thanks, sirs. I don't need a dowry. I am a poor woman without charm, without vivacity, incapable of making persons of consideration love me. But Fabricius wishes me well, and therefore I'll marry him in the presence of you all. Yes, curse you. Marry whom you will. I know you deceived me. I know you are exulting within yourself at having humiliated me. And I see that you wish to put my tolerance to the test. You deserve to be paid for your deception with a dagger in your heart. You deserve to have your heart torn out, and held up as an example of feminine flatterers, of feminine deceivers— but that would be to humiliate myself twice over. I flee from your eyes. I curse your flattery, your tears, your deceit. You have made me see what baleful power your sex has made over us, and you have taught me to my cost that it isn't enough to despise it. We men must flee from it. Exit the cavalier. Say now that he isn't in love. If he gives me the lie again, on the word of a gentleman, I challenge him. Hush, gentlemen, hush. He has gone away, and if he doesn't return, and if the matter passes over this way, I can say I'm lucky. I have succeeded only too well in making him fall in love with me, and I am thus placed in a precarious condition. I don't want to know anything more of him. Fabricius, come here, dear. Give me your hand. Your hand? Not so fast, madam. You find pleasure in making people fall in love with you this way, and you expect me to want to marry you? Oh, come, fool. It was a joke, a whim, a little bit of pique. I was a girl. I had no one to alter my ways. When I am married, I know what I'll do. What? Enter the cavalier's servant. Madame, 
before leaving i have come to pay my respects are you going away yes my master has gone to the stagecoach office he's making them harness up he's waiting for me with the things and we are going to leghorn harden me if i have ever done you i haven't time to stay thank you and au revoir exit the servant thank heavens he is gone i have some remorse yet certainly he left with little satisfaction i'll never try any more of these jokes mirandolina married or single i shall always be the same to you bank on my protection now i am married gentlemen i don't need protectors i don't need lovers i don't need gifts up to this time i have been amusing myself i have done wrong and i have taken too many risks but i shan't do it any more this is my husband but madam not so fast why slow what is it what difficulty is there come now give me that hand i would like to make our agreements first what agreement the agreement is this either give me your hand or go home i will give my hand but then but then dear everything will be yours don't hesitate i shall always love you you will always be my soul gives her his hand here dear i can't resist any more aside then this is done mirandolina you are a fine woman you have the power of leading men where you will your manner puts us under infinite obligations to you if it is true that i can hope for favours from you i ask for one last one then pray say it speak aside whatever will she ask for now i beg you as a favour to change your lodgings aside fine now i see she is well disposed toward me yes yes i understand and i compliment you i shall go but wherever i am be assured of my esteem tell me did you lose a little gold flask yes sir here it is i found it and i'm going to return it i shall leave to please you but in every place pray bank on my protection these words will be dear to me in the bounds of decorum and honesty changing my state i wish to change my way of life and may you gentlemen profit by what you have seen to the advantage and well-being of your hearts and whenever you may find yourselves hesitating as to whether you ought to yield or give in may you think of the tricks you have learned and remember the mistress of the inn end of act three end of the mistress of the inn la locandiera by carlo goldoni translated by merle pearson